Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash, and today we're talking about what looks like a looming downturn in the market. And specifically, New York City seen a 25% decline in sales volume in the first quarter of 2018 compared with the same period last year. This is actually a continuation of a slowdown that started in 2014. The hardest hit segment of the market is the luxury segment, with a little more than 2,000 units changing hands in Q1 compared with about 2,800 units a year earlier. So what causes a market cycle? The fundamental problem is that market sentiment can change much faster than you can build a new building, especially in New York. You know, if we stick with the New York example, the cycle for building a new project in New York City can take anywhere from five to 10 years. Now, even though the actual construction is relatively fast, the entitlement process at the very beginning can take several years. The developer needs to ensure that they have enough funds to carry the project right through the entire life cycle. They don't see revenue until the project completes, and new construction projects can be viewed as a one-way street. Once you start, there's no going back. This is because there are investor monies involved, and usually a substantial amount of debt. The only path to repaying the debt is to complete the project. Any other path usually involves a default, which a developer wants to avoid at all costs. So let's look at market cycles in general. Let's imagine for a moment that it's currently 2010. And wow, it's hard to imagine that an entire decade has gone by since the start of the last downturn in 2008. The revelations about the misdeeds of the banks and Wall Street are old news and new constructions at a standstill. The death toll of foreclosures are regular headline news in Florida, Arizona, parts of California, and some of the worst hit markets saw a fall in prices of close to 80%, sometimes more. There were virtually no conventional buyers and a lot of sellers. In that environment, you could buy a property for far less than the cost of construction. This is the very definition of a bargain. As an investor, you buy a distressed property at a discount. You make the necessary improvements and release the property into the rental market. Those displaced homeowners that still need a place to live and your newly renovated rental property is the perfect product. It was purchased at a deep discount to the market and the revenue stream from the rental income is paying for the carrying cost of the property plus generating a pretty handsome profit. As the recovery in the housing market continued, millions of foreclosed homes were converted into rental properties, and the hundreds of thousands of foreclosed condos were eventually purchased by both domestic and foreign buyers. Fast forward to today. There's a lot of new construction in most major centers. Prices have been increasing across the board, and getting access to debt is relatively straightforward. Much of that price inflation is in fact fueled by the relatively easy access to money. So in that environment, developers build product, they manage to sell the product, and they say, well, we've got lots of demand, so let's continue to build more, and let's continue to build more. There's seemingly no end in sight. So here we are today, we have 13,000 new condo units being built in Brooklyn, many of which took a long time to get absorbed in the market, and today in New York City, new condo units are sitting on the market unsold. The average time to sell a new condo is almost 18 months. And there are still buildings under construction in New York and several new projects slated to break ground over the next two years. I certainly would not want to be the developer who's about to break ground on a building in an environment where it takes 18 months to sell a new unit. And yet that developer who's already started has no choice. They're on a one-way street. 
The developer's hoping that they'll be able to complete the project and that the downturn is short-lived, and they're not going to run out of cash before the project is completed. So we're seeing a lot of warning signs that we are definitely in the fourth quarter of this market recovery. And even in my conversation with Dr. Doug Duncan, the chief economist for Fannie Mae, a couple of weeks ago, he indicated that, in particular, Class A luxury accommodations are starting to be overbuilt in several markets. If you have a project like this in your plans, does that mean you should stop? Well, the answer is it depends. If you're in a market where there's continued growth, continued influx of population, continued influx of jobs, then you may want to consider moving forward with the project if the underlying fundamentals are still in place. But if you're in a market that is showing clear signs of being overextended, you definitely want to take a pause and decide whether you want to pull the trigger on that project or not. In the meantime, as you're thinking about this, have a spectacular day, make some great things happen, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.